Welcome to the 139.14 podcast, sponsored by the Limitless Broadcasting Network, where here we will explore how everyone is fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm your host, Ashley Danny. I am so excited that you're here today. Let's get started. Hello, 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 and welcome to the 21st of December, the third episode in our Christmas series, which is called God's Plan. And we've talked about Mary and Joseph, we've talked about John the Baptist, and now we're going to go into two specific character groups that I think are so important in the Christmas story, and that's the shepherds and the wise men because people, there are no background characters in the story of God. We are all important puzzle pieces. And today we're going to talk about why the shepherds and the wise men are such strong puzzle pieces in the story of the birth of Jesus Christ. But before we get to that, I just want to say... um, I am so excited about this week. It's Christmas. Christmas is in a couple days. I will have a bonus episode out on the 25th of December, which is talking about all the significance of Jesus's birth and why it was so important for Jesus to come uh, to this earth as a mortal man. Uh, so that'll be out on the 25th. And then I'm going to have a week off with no podcast. So the 28th, you won't see anything. And then you'll hear back from me on the 4th in the new year of 2021. Woot woot. I can't believe it's already going to be 2021. It does feel like this year went on forever and ever. And then all of a sudden it's just done, uh, which is okay because we need to keep moving forward in this realm of life uh, that's going on. But when you don't hear from me on the 28th, please still check out my website. It is now ashleydanny.com or sorry, by ashleydanny.com. Uh, I post short stories. I post updates, all the things. Check out my Instagram page, uh, 13914 underscore by ashleydanny. And then if you are feeling adventurous, this is my first day of vacation. Woot! And if you want to see what's going on with my vacation, go to my other podcast's Instagram. Uh, it's at Pixie Dust Twins Podcast. I am going to be at Disney World. I'm actually there right now. Like I'm in one of the or not the parks. I'm actually with Sammy at the moment. Um, so you can definitely see all the fun uh craziness that we're getting oh my gosh that we're doing together uh during that time so definitely go check that out and before we get started always let's hear from my awesome sponsors limitless broadcasting network check it out Hey, it's Robert from Limitless Broadcasting, reminding you to tune in to Limitless Broadcasting Network anywhere you get your podcasts, from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. Check us out today. Okay, let's dive in. We are on week three of God's plan. No background characters, and the shepherds and the wise men are no background characters. They have massive parts in the Christmas story of Jesus Christ's birth, which is so important for us to know about because both of them were given tasks by God to take care of, and they do it really, really well. Now, when you look in the Gospels of Matthew and Luke, 
Both of these books talk about the birth of Jesus, but they only put in certain stories. If you've ever noticed that and have read the Gospels, not every Gospel has the same exact story. Number one, it's because it's written by different people and each person has different experiences and thinks certain things are more important than the other, which I think is good because God giving them that inspiration to each have different things to share through their journey with Jesus is so important because if both of them wrote the same thing, we might be missing some key moments in the ministry of Jesus while he was here on earth. So I'm really thankful for the creativity and the voice and the different viewpoints that God has inspired within the Bible. So if you never thought of it that way, that's probably why God has it so different uh, and why there's so many different over, there's some overlap and, and some that are not and all the things. And this is one of those moments where there is no overlap in this. Matthew does the story of the uh, wise men or the magi, as they're called. And Luke does the story of the shepherds. And that's the one we're going to start with. That's the one that most people, when you watch a Christmas story, they always show the shepherds first. And that's because the shepherds did did arrive first. So Jesus was born. We actually don't really know what month. I think it's speculation or maybe it is isn't speculation and they have actual proof or whatever. But he wasn't actually born in December. He was born more towards the summer months. And uh, the wise man came around when it was now the the December month of Christmas and what we now call Christmas. It wasn't called that before. So where it all started with the birth of Jesus, Jesus was born. We're kind of skipping ahead because I don't want to talk about the significance of the birth of Jesus until actual Christmas Day. So these two stories are taking place literally after Mary birthed Jesus. We're going to skip over that part and we're going to come back to it uh, in four days. So Jesus is born. There's a story star up in the sky. Everything's amazing. And there is this kind of side story that really isn't a side story. And it's about these shepherds. And I'm going to read from Luke chapter 2, verse 8. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be assigned to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was laying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. I'm going to stop there. That ended at verse 18. So they don't give us much detail of what happened other than the angels coming and the angels like are celebrating in front of these shepherds. 
And these shepherds, I think it's kind of cool that it's shepherds because God and and Jesus, both of them, have been described as a shepherd. Specifically Jesus, he is described as the shepherd coaxing us the lambs to where we need to be. And the first ones that the angels tell are shepherds. Now, I mean, I have no, nothing to back this up. No research, no nothing. But in my mind, it it's not a coincidence. Because God is there to shepherd us. Jesus is there to shepherd us into this new life by accepting him as our Lord and Savior. And the first people that know, other than Mary and Joseph, are shepherds. I don't know. I find it really, really cool. I think there is some symbolism there, whether... You believe that or not, I believe there is. But they know about it and they go and they find Mary and Joseph and they see the baby. And it's really cool. I watched um, oh the, the show The Chosen. If you haven't watched The Chosen, it is a free app that you can watch of Jesus's ministry as an adult. You need to watch it. It's amazing. I've cried every episode. <laughs> but they did a Christmas special and then they showed the short film that kind of started the whole thing and it was the birth of Jesus and it was following the shepherd and, and his experience and seeing the angels and then going to see Jesus and all the things and it was really cool to see because all of a sudden you see this just joy and amazement in their eyes and that's probably what it was like they were probably so thrilled to know the Messiah the Savior was born because what they do right after they see him is they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child. They go and they spread the word to everyone. Everyone needs to know that this baby boy has been born. This is the boy we've been waiting for. Now, in in their minds, uh, everyone had their own picturesque of what a Messiah was. And we'll get into that when Easter comes around. But at this point, it didn't matter what he was going to end up, what kind of Messiah he was going to end up being. Just knowing that he was alive and born, they needed to tell everyone. And that was a significant moment. That was significant, even though he was a baby, even though his ministry didn't start till he was 30 years old, it was still significant for the news to get out that the Messiah is here. And people were amazed. I mean, if a shepherd ran up to you and said, hey, Messiah is born. Say a farmer today ran up to you and say, hey, the Messiah is born. The Messiah is back. We will be saved. What would your reaction be? To just keep walking along, to keep going about your lives? Or would you stop and be amazed and thank God that someone was there to finally save us? And I bet that was a bunch of different reactions. They probably got multiple different reactions of, this is amazing, or I don't believe you, or what are you talking about? Are you going crazy? But they were the first ones. They were the first ones to proclaim that Jesus was born, that the Messiah was here. I think that's pretty cool and pretty significant. Because if they didn't spread the word, I don't think the wise men would have ever found out about Jesus. So in Matthew, after the shepherds have told 
everyone that they could. The word had made its way to King Herod. And Herod is a mean old man who does not want to lose his power. No, no king wants to lose their power ever. Is no different. So we we move from the shepherds, we move to the wise men. And the reason the wise men were able to find Jesus is because Herod hears about him. And Herod is not happy about this because there's a Messiah. He's like, no, I'm the Messiah. I am the Savior. I am their king. They cannot do anything to change that. I need to find this kid. So he brings all his messenger or his not his messengers, his chief priests and teachers of the law together. He's like, where is this child? And they quote from uh, the Old Testament and they find out that the child is born in Bethlehem and they tell King Herod and Herod's like, "Okay." so in secret, he brings some people to him. He's like, hey, you three come here. It's like, I need you to go to Bethlehem. I need you to find this kid so I can worship him. Now, seriously, people, who does a backdoor secret meeting saying, go find this child so I can worship him? Like, if you're excited about him being the Messiah, if you're excited about these things, wouldn't you want the world to know that the Messiah is here and that if you're going to worship him, that the rest of us should go worship him? Like, don't you think... Everyone should know that. But really, he didn't want to worship this baby. He just wanted to know where he is. So the Magi leave. And I'm going to pick up in verse 9. After they heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. So this is a moving star. You know, God can do this. So there's a moving star. And when they saw the star, they were overjoyed on coming to the house. And as you can say, it says house. So this tells us that he probably wasn't in the manger anymore. He wasn't in the uh, barn anymore. They found a place to stay because this is months and months later. This is not the same time as the birth because it took a while for the word to get to Herod. And then it took a while for the Magi to get to uh, Jesus. Uh, Verse 11, on coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary. They bowed down and worshiped him when they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Okay, so here's the significance of the wise men. More than likely... More than likely, they had a conversation with Joseph and Mary about uh, King Herod sent us. We just had a dream not to go back to him. He's a little cranky. I would be on our guard. Now, I don't have any proof. That's not in the scriptures. It's just I feel like they probably would have said something to Mary and Joseph that they came from Herod. Because I think they set up the next moment, which the next moment was Joseph getting a dream from the Lord saying, Herod's going to try to kill your baby. Get the heck out of here. See, the shepherds and the wise men might look like background characters, but they're not. They are important pieces in the puzzle. 
Because if the shepherds didn't listen to the angels, if they would have ran the other way, Herod probably would have never known about the baby. And the wise men would have never came to proclaim him king with their gifts. Because the gifts they gave him were significant, showing, representing of who he was. See, God needed the word to start getting out soon. God needed the word to be out to start laying that groundwork. So when Jesus was ready to do his ministry, this wouldn't be the first time that some of these people had heard about the Messiah being born. Because it was already told by the shepherds and it was already found out by the government officials. It was already heard from in the religious circles. When Jesus started his ministry, it didn't just, oh, hi, I'm here. There was chatter from when he was born. Probably not much, but it's in the back of the people's minds. The shepherds and the wise men were very important figures in this story of Jesus's birth. Because if they didn't do what Jesus had, or I'm sorry, what God had asked them to do, that story could have turned out very differently. Each one of us have purpose. God has a specific purpose for each one of us because we are not background characters in God's story. We are all significant. But we have to choose to walk in and not everyone chooses to walk in their purpose that God has ma- God made them for. That's, that's the free will in us. And maybe you're sitting here listening and you've never walked into God's story. Maybe you've been walking on the total opposite side. You decided to go off on a trail in the bushes of the forest and it's just a mess and there's thorns and they're crazy and you need a way back to the clear path. Jesus is that person to get you back. If you've never heard the significance of Jesus' story of why he came down as a mortal baby, Listen to the next episode. Because I am going to talk to you about the significance of Jesus' birth. And after that, if you want to talk more, I'm easy to find. Byashleydanny.com. I have a contact page on there. You can go to my Instagram pages. DM me that way. Comment that way. There's ways of getting a hold of me. And if you don't want to talk to me, find a pastor. Find a church. Find some place. That you can go and ask questions. Because it is so important for us to know that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And we all have a purpose in the story of Jesus. I will see you guys on the 25th. Bye. Thank you for listening to the 139.14 podcast with me, Ashley Danny, Brought to you by the Limitless Broadcasting Network. I am so thankful that you came by to hang out with me today. And don't forget, you all are fearfully and wonderfully made. Till next time, everyone. Bye.